0: fm to get started this woman is straight off the plane and straight into our studio welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk. Whoa, all right, you guys. Welcome <laughs> on in to the point with Kristen Burt. That'll wake you up. It was really loud and awesome. Of course, the Dancing with the Stars theme, because we have Karina Smirnoff here in the studio. And I just want to read this. And I got this off of Wikipedia, so let me know if it's inaccurate or we need to correct anything. She's a five time U.S. national champion world trophy champion and Asian Open champion. Smirnov has won the title of the UK Open, is a three-time champion at the US Open, two-time champion at the Asian Open, five-time champion at the Dutch Open, and five-time US National Professional Champion. She has taken second at the British Open Blackpool Dance Festival. Hello. And she's the first woman to ever make the British professional final with three different partners.
1: Is that all true? Um, actually, Paul Louis Lavig Dimitri. four partners. We
0: need to correct that on Wikipedia. <laughs> if someone can get out there, it is four partners.
1: Karina Smirnoff, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I had no idea this was all on on, on internet. Yeah, I know, and I was like, I have to read it because it's amazing.
0: That's an amazing <laughs> history. That is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> and you literally are off the plane. You have been traveling quite a bit.
1: Yes. Well, I, I normally I'm pretty good with jet lag. I think I've kind of worked um, tolerant. To to flying and changing time zones, but this was a a little tricky because this was Asia to LA, next day LA to Europe, and now I'm back. So like I think just the body is confused. It's not that I've fallen asleep at a certain time. I'm just sleepy all the time right now. (laughs) You're (laughs) like, I just want to take a long nap.
0: Let me know what day I should wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Asia's tough too, sometimes, you know, because you
1: lose a day and gain a day, and yeah. Yes. Oh, the worst was New Zealand. (gasps) Because and I had to fly through China. One time, and I literally, by the time I got to New Zealand, I asked the immigration officer, "I said, Sir, what day is it?" He's like, "Thursday." I'm like, "What happened to Wednesday? I left on Monday." <laughs> yeah, you're like the, the whole calendar just switched up on you, and then yeah. you go home
0: and you're like, "I get to relive another day," but I yes. still lost that Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: It's really kind of amazing when you think about something like that. But welcome to the studio. Thank I will you. hopefully keep you awake for this hour, and we're gonna have fun. Um, as I was saying, you know, it is your dance story, and I. I think what's so fascinating is we at Dancing with the Stars, when we've watched your whole career, we get to see what's happening in the present. But you've had an incredible start
1: because you started out in the Ukraine. Yes. Well, um, I did everything before I tried ballroom dancing. I started with ballet, with figure skating, gymnastics. Um, then my grandma put me to piano lessons. So I was, I was wow. always very energetic, you know, kid that would always get into trouble. So I think my parents tried to get me tired by putting (laughs) me into all these activities, you know, hopefully like, oh, she's going to fall asleep, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Um, And then when I tried dancing, I think it was about 10 years old and it kind of had everything. It had the sport aspect, it had the artistic element, it had showbiz, you know, competitiveness. So I fell in love because it offered everything. Oh, and I yeah. love that. So when you were like
0: 10, 11, that's when the ballroom really started, the yes. ballroom lessons and everything. Did you have a time or like a, a moment where you're like, I'm really liking this. I think I'm going to do it when I get older or as a profession.
1: Well, you always have like dreams, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I, I, at least from what I know, every person in their life dream of being an actor once or twice, <laughs> you yes. know. And so I always thought that dancing would be a perfect – um engine to get you into the Hollywood, right? But I mean living in Ukraine, this is literally just a dream. I remember mm-hmm. dreaming walking down the streets of New York, um, listening to uh Frank Sinatra. So but it was just something that like like a fairy tale dream. You never mm-hmm. think it would be possible. And then um and then my parents moved to 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 the United States and we moved to New York. Um and I remember I was just barely fourteen. I think I turned fourteen and two days later we moved. Wow. Um so we were walking through the city and my mom and I found um, a dance studio. And like when I'm saying walking through the city, like we walked from upper West side to like the financial district by foot. That is. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember, hot and icy
0: cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass huge (laughs) anyone that knows like 20 blocks is one mile so (laughs) you walked a lot of blocks, I mean, you walked over a hundred blocks easily, so
1: yeah, it was like maybe I don't know a few hours, but this is like to experience New York City for the first time, and we were both like going through a museum, right, like looking at buildings at streets at street- uh city lights so and then we saw this dance student, and we decided to you know walk in and try, and um neither one of us spoke English, mm-hmm. but uh on in in our broken words, we explained that I wanted to dance. But it is not a cheap uh hobby. And, you know, so when they wrote down the amount we would need to pay, we're like, Okay, well, maybe it's in the distance future, but like not today because yeah. we couldn't afford it. Um, and then I didn't dance for about three years. No way. So from 14 to 17, you were pretty much yes. not doing anything. Yeah, well, because it's just, it wasn't possible when you start your life in America like it's all expensive. over again. And it's... you're in New York City, which is extra expensive. <laughs> yeah. I've lived
0: there. I've rem- I was a poor college student there. I went to NYU. It is <sighs> so expensive. Yes. Well, can you explain what that transition was like? Because... Coming, going from, you know, the Ukraine coming here, uh, I've got to imagine that is so overwhelming, uh, exciting, but
1: still there's probably days that were really a struggle. Oh, it was, it was a struggle for a few years. And I remember, you know, being in Ukraine, we were never like wealthy, but I didn't know what it meant, like not to have something if you really wanted to, like my parents had a very stable, good life, and um, I remember them sitting me down and saying that things are different now, and then we started from literally zero from mm-hmm. scratch and um my parents slept on a remember the old school blow up mattresses that you took to the pool, yes, like the ones that you know now you have like the cup holders and like massagers in the back, but like back then it was just like a flat skinny mattress. Mm -hmm. So they slept on that. And, um, I guess somebody gave us a, uh, a letter L shaped couch. So I could only like, you know, rotate in a certain position. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me sleep this side. Now we yep. rotate to the side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we started like, we started from very, very bottom and my mom and I, um, found the job to clean a hair salon once a week and my dad would deliver newspapers. So, um, like now when I look back, people like always say, you know, you love to work. And I think, that is part of the reason cuz you you experience not being able to afford many things. Mm-hmm. And now you want to know that, you know, you have a purpose and you have a job and that you're able to take care of yourself and your family. So, yeah. And dancing, ironically enough, um, became uh, became uh, one of the ways that I would make the money. So um, I found some of the Russian restaurants in Brooklyn, even though we lived in the Bronx, which, oh my God, there is a story about that in, in itself. Because my dad... Finally, we were able to buy our first car Mm -hmm. and it was like a really old, beat up. I think it was either um, a Buick or Lincoln. I can't remember, but uh, we didn't know. And it was one of the few models that had aluminum engine. Oh, right? wow. <laughs> yeah. So which had a tendency to overheat yes. if you take it out on the road for long periods, periods of time. Neither one of us knew anything like that. So my dad would drive me to dance uh, lessons in Brooklyn. We found finally um, like a studio that had a lot of immigrant kids. So the prices were lower and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, of course, we found the Russian restaurants where some of the kids from the studio would put on shows right so then my dad then would wait for me and then we would get into our little car and we would drive back to the bronx well at one of these drives my dad started smelling like something is burning right so of course i would always sleep i don't know why i always sleep in any sort of transportation train you know, ferry, car, bus. It's like I sit down and I think the movement. And you're like, I'm out. Yeah. It's like When I would go to college by train, I would wake up on someone's shoulder. I'm like, sorry. He, and Oops. he'd be like, no, no, it's okay. You're <laughs> like, okay. You're like, sorry about that. Yeah. Drooling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, little by little, my dad goes, I think we need to pull over. Because this is like, the car smells weird. Like there's a burnt rubber smell. Anyway, the next thing you know, we pull over and we literally see fumes coming out from under the hood. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So yeah, that that was that car. It didn't last long. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, welcome
0: to America. (laughs) Thanks so much. (laughs) So when you
1: get back into
0: dance, you know, after a few years off, uh, do you get right into competing
1: or are you just taking class and no i ironically enough i um well cuz you know at that age when you're like 16 17 it's uh, young love Mm -hmm. right so I I had this boyfriend who couldn't dance to save his life but uh, he was very very sweet and he wanted to dance with me even though he couldn't Um, so we went for it and uh, we did our very first competition and I'm not lying there were two couples us and another couple dancing competing and we somehow ended up being third (laughs) Wait, so there's two (laughs) couples and they gave you third place yes I think we were like (laughs) so bad that we we're probably off music. I don't know. But I remember like getting the the award. Well, I, I mean, it, it's hard to call it an award. It was more like a punishment. And trying to figure out the math. They were like two couples on the floor. How the heck did we get the third You're place? you good enough for second. Yeah, Sorry. literally. <laughs> I think that's what the judges meant to say.
0: Like go back to the studio, <laughs> yeah. do some more work. That's kind of an amazing message. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm stubborn enough that that would fi- add fuel to the fire for me. But other oh, yeah. Will be like, I'm quitting.
1: <laughs> no, I think that it helped me um, just like after a certain period of time to realize that maybe this wasn't the perfect partnership. And um, yeah. 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 So, um, naturally the love kind of faded away after that result. too. Oh, you're like, sorry, dude. Yeah. The third out of two, I was like, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I love you as much anymore. It's new math,
0: <laughs> new math, people.
1: Yeah. Um, so yes. And then I tried a few different partners and, um, the, the results started to happen, but it was all in like youth and amateur divisions mm-hmm. in, in the States. Um, and then, uh, a, one of the, Top professional uh, men in the world um, asked me to have a tryout with him, and at first this is funny because at first I was like, "Like this is weird. Why is he asking me? Like, right? I'm yeah. I'm literally out of youth, and like youth means under twenty one, mm-hmm. and then." you go through like a long amateur career and then you usually turn pro. So he asked me for a tryout and I'm like, okay, this is unusual, but Hey, I'll get a bunch of free lessons, you know, I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we had a tryout and he wanted to dance and then results really started happening. And um, this was the turning point where I guess when I, what I always loved now became a career. And who was that partner that sort of changed? That's uh Paul Killick. He actually oh, lives in, in yes. the States. Yes. Killick Classic.
0: We know. Yes, that. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Killick Classic. Yep. So Paul Paul was the person who kinda took me out of I wanna say nowhere pretty much, result wise. And um the next competition I was dancing in the in the professional final. So yeah. He saw yeah. something in you. That's amazing. Well, yeah, I I didn't know what he saw at that time. I, w- I just thought he was maybe not mentally well, <laughs> but he must <laughs> do have something like that. Seen
0: like a raw talent, you know that he knew that he could like yeah. he knew he was mold, like yeah, mold. I can do something with this, yeah,
1: yeah. And he was literally molded. I had like I had no voice, right? I had to be quiet, and he would just tell me what to do, and I'd be like, yes, sir. Like it was also quite a new experience for me because. I'm I'm rarely lost for words, you mm-hmm. know, and and um opinions just they come easy. Yeah, <laughs> that's good though. Yeah, and and then with Paul I would be like Mhm. So you're like <laughs> where did my voice go? <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, with him uh, the whole career became possible and I started seeing dancing not just as my passion as something that I loved and wanted to do, but also um means of making a living. Um, which was quite a shock to my parents' uh, mental uh, state because, you know, I was going to great university. I had great uh, scores, great GPA. I was uh, working at this actual consultant firm that wanted to pay for my grad school. So, yeah, they were like, you're going to do what? You're gonna leave college? What? (laughs) Did you wind up graduating eventually? Yes, yes, I did graduate, which was a nightmare because, you know, I wouldn't say, and I think I don't know if I'm supposed to say that out loud, but I didn't tell any of my professors that I was dancing. Mm -hmm. But every time I would be gone for like a week, I would come back like in tan, right? With spray tan, (laughs) yeah. Yes, so, and they would be like, what is this? And this is before like spray tan was the thing, right? And people
0: really understood ballroom too, you know?
1: Before Dancing with the Stars was in everyone's living room. Exactly. So they would be like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I have this weird skin uh, condition where it gets... <laughs> oh my gosh, you have no idea. I had about like sixteen wisdom teeth. I had all the religious holidays across all the religious, like you know, religions. So yeah, I had. Uh, I you had to used come every up... excuse in the book. Yeah, and then sometimes <laughs> the professor would come up and be like, "So how are you feeling?" And I'm like, "Wait, what did I say to him?" Which one was it? You know, I know you're like, did I tell him that excuse yet? I
0: can't remember. That's amazing. They probably were going home going, honey, like my, one of my students has the weirdest skin condition. Sometimes she's like tan, sometimes she's not. Yeah, <laughs> like usually
1: you know how you when you do the tanning yourself, at least back in the day, streaky, you kind of would stop at your wrist because you would continue washing your hands, but yeah. you let the body um, tan develop. So yeah, it would be like a floating head, and it floating was a little hands. bit more
0: orange. Now they have like all shades, but oh, yeah, oh, back. back in the and it was really, orange. really orange. <laughs> so bad. That's incredible. I want to know because you, you've had several partners, you know, throughout your career. How do you know when it's time for the partnership to end? Because it's not
1: easy. It's like it's own, It's a dance marriage. Well, it takes two, first of all. So sometimes you don't know, but your partner knows. <laughs> and then they, like, they pretty much give you a heads up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, this would happen kind of with, uh, with Louis van Amstel and me because, um, like, at this point, Slavic and I were um, already um, – hmm wow, that's a lot of information coming out in the next yeah, you're like seconds. Okay. Yeah, well, so Slavic and I dated for a while sure. besides dancing, right? That so, happens a lot
0: with bomb couples, So. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, so we were da- uh, dating, but I, neither one of us planned to dance together. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people were talking about it, right? And uh, I think at one point, uh, my partner, L- Louis Van Amstel at that point, um, he didn't, think that this was going to be long before we might dance together. Mm -hmm. So he decided to find a partner um, who was actually (laughs) Slavic's ex-partner because Slavic split up at that point with Joanna. Yeah. And so Louis and Joanna were, like, getting ready for competitions, practicing, and then then, um, I found out. And uh, so we actually never planned to dance together with Slav. But you had a very successful career with Slavic. Yes, yeah, so people that funny? saw something that I guess we both didn't or yeah, I don't know. So I think Louis helped us get into partnership faster. And not a bad push, actually. No, no. They're I said like, to Louis, thank you exactly. <laughs> you did me a huge <laughs> favor. That's really
0: incredible when you think about something yeah. like that, the way it sort of plays out. Um you guys also did Shall We Dance too. Did yes. you? Oh,
1: that was that was such an amazing experience. Yes.
0: Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez people. If you have not seen this movie,
1: it's time to go yeah. to Netflix and check it out. I mean, that, what a special experience. Well, the, the cool part is how we actually got the parts. So um, we would always practice at the studio at Dance New York in Manhattan, mm-hmm. right next to where David Letterman's show was. Oh,
0: I know exactly where that is. Near right, Times Square. Right,
1: yes. And, um, well, I, I have an issue with um, timing. Like time is just uh, like a, a very foreign um kind of aspect you mean to like me like this kind of time yeah like i don't know like i always even if i get up super early and i'm like okay i'm gonna be on time things happen <laughs> out of my control do you know my husband i
0: think you do i always say he has his own time zone yes <laughs> i think well i
1: think some people are just born without the yes. talent of time yep it happens yeah so and and i i i Honestly give myself and solid effort to be on time all the time. But it's just when it happens, it's almost accidental that I'm on time. <laughs>
0: Elena said she was she might come if she didn't think you were gonna get here on time. She was yeah. like, Yeah, I might bring her to the studio and
1: sit here with you guys. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> no, she she knows me and she always like and she's so like punctual, she's always on time. She was here before me last
0: week because she, um. you know, she was here last week she was here like 15 minutes ahead of me yeah. even
1: she's always on time yeah. and it, it's like now she knows me so she doesn't get upset um, she just waits and she's like oh wow you're only 10 minutes late that's great Nice.
0: I, she probably is giving you an earlier time you know that right so yeah. you're only 10 minutes late <laughs> instead of 30 minutes late
1: Yeah. even <laughs> our coach my coach today uh, Donny, he goes well it's, it's guaranteed hands down you're going to be 10 to 15 minutes late I was like does everyone know that <laughs> now everyone knows it if they didn't (laughs) yeah so wherever if you need me somewhere just say 15 minutes earlier without letting me know that it's 15 minutes early and I'll be there in time I love that so (laughs) for you being late is that how you got the job for Shall Um, We Dance? well yes kind of amazing (laughs) kind of so I am driving into the city and Slav just got to the studio and he calls me and he goes how far are you? and I'm like I'm like 20 minutes. And he goes, okay, that means you're 40 minutes. I'm like, damn it. Uh. Like, that's true, right? Yep. He knows, right? He goes, well, you hurry up. You got to get here. I'm like, why? It's like, we, we have at least like four hours to practice. He goes, no, no, no. Richard, Here. Richard Gears here at the studio. And I'm like, all right, if that's his way of trying to get me to the studio right. faster, right? I'm like, okay, okay, of course. And Tom Cruise and everybody else, he goes, no, I'm not lying. I'm serious. Richard Gears sitting right there. And I'm like, dude, I'm on my way. I can't drive any faster. There are cars. <laughs> He's like, we'll just get here. Then 10 minutes later, he goes back. He goes, oh my God, there is like people reading scripts. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yes. I was like, I don't believe you. Anyway, so I walk into the studio and then I look over and Richard Gere is sitting right there on one of the chairs. (sighs) Right? Exactly. So I was like, so handsome, right? So like you're trying to control your facial expression so you don't look like, Richard you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're walking around, and one of the choreographers on the movie was Liz Curtis mm-hmm. from, from the ballroom industry. She was a champion with Ron Montez for many years. And Liz and I know each other quite well, and she goes, can you do me a favor? Can you, like, dance a little bit so Richard can see what it's supposed to look like? Oh my God. You have no idea how nervous we were. we were so nervous we it was like more nerve-wracking. yeah, like we both look at each other and we're like shaking. I'm like, this is like worse than Blackpool final mm-hmm. you know, so anyway, we dance, and Richard was like, "Wow, this is amazing." And Peter Chelson, who was the uh, the director. He was already at the studio and he walked over and he literally gave me a script and he goes, here, read this. So I read a couple of lines and he goes, do you want to do you want to be in the movie? I know what? I was that, that that was exactly my reaction. I'm like, uh, like, yeah, I think so. I <laughs> but think so. this you hear these stories, right? Like when other people tell them and you never believe that they're really true, like, yeah. you walked in on a director who saw you and had you read a line and said, you want to be in the movie? Like, that never happens. That never happens. But that happened to me in Slav. So then next thing I know, we're in the movie and we teach. And I was teaching Richard Gary. I was teaching Jennifer Lopez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. The boys, when J-Lo would walk into the room, it's like you could hear little birds chirping around them. They're like, huh ah. You know? <laughs>
0: she is one of the most stunning women I've ever
1: seen in yes. person. And flawless. Every
0: year as her chronological age goes up, I swear to God, <laughs> she looks better and better and is aging better backwards she her skin is incredible yes yes i don't know what's going on there but i was like I, if i can take a snippet of that and <laughs> take it over here because she looks incredible yeah she's
1: gorgeous she's and stunning down to earth they were Very like nice. both so sweet and so amazing she's a new yorker yeah Bro- jenny from the jenny block. from the blocks yeah she's <laughs> from, from the, the blocks and the <laughs> block
0: yeah she's both but i mean that's that's yeah. what i
1: love about her i was like she is yeah. you know just... And she was like full on dancing. It was kind of interesting how um both like Richard and Jennifer, how they approached learning a routine because Jennifer approached it more as a dancer. Mm-hmm. She wanted to know the steps and then she would put the emotion and the character on top. But for Richard, I had to go the other way around. I had to explain the story behind the step and the move and then he would learn the steps. Otherwise, it would just be, you know, combination of steps and he didn't understand it. So that was
0: your early practice for Dancing with the Stars, wasn't it?
1: Yes. It Isn't was that my crazy? First, I mean, my first pro-am dancer was Richard Which Gere. Richard That's Gere. like...
0: Wait. I know. You're always <laughs> wanting like the A-listers. Like everyone's always like, can we get like Meryl Streep on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> you basically
1: did it in a movie though, you know, yeah. with
0: Richard Gere. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then the following year you joined Dancing with the Stars, right? No. So
1: this was 2000 or 2001. Slav is the best with dates. He remembers oh, gosh, everything. Oh So it
0: was a lot earlier than... yeah
1: and then i like 2000 or 2001 and then dancing with the stars started in uk 2005 i think um yeah it was here in the
0: u.s i think four and then five was the second season and then six was when you joined season three yeah Yeah.
1: i i joined in 2006 in august so in the second half yeah like in the fall season the fall season yeah (gasps) What was? That? Did you get a phone call? Like, how does every? It's so interesting because everyone's like story of how they got on the show is very different. How is it for you? Um, well, we got approached um, with Slav. We got approached in Blackpool by the British version by Strictly, mm-hmm. um, and they were doing their first season if if I remember correctly at the Blackpool Tower, right? And um, but we were like. In a race to win the title and we were like race horses with blinders and I'm like no we can't we can't take time off to do the show um, so we said no um, I know Paul Killick actually did that season
0: with we Hanna Cartoon
1: yeah so they actually did uh, the British version and then when the show came to the US um they did ask if we would join the show, and of course we had to audition. So there is an addition in uh, tape, which is like, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope they don't pull it off. They <laughs> sometimes like dust it off. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm like I hope it's like somewhere hidden. We've seen a couple of them. They do dust them off. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's it's different because, um, it, first of all, it's what like. 12 years ago at this point yeah Yeah. um but i did addition and um i still couldn't do it because of the competitive um field and still going for the title and then in season three i remember i lived i moved to moscow because my partner just had a baby Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know he said listen let's like be based in Moscow for the beginning and then we can move because the baby's gonna be a little older and we'd be able able to travel. Yeah. Yeah. So I was calling Conrad Green, our executive from Moscow and we were on the phone, he goes, Are you gonna come and join season three? And I was like, Okay, I wanna do it. Like I've always wanted to do it, but I just couldn't figure out how to do the competitive field right as well as dancing with the stars so then uh, i literally flew in from moscow and the next day i met uh mario mario lopez yes
0: that was a good partner for f- the first season oh, it the was show, amazing
1: right? he was amazing he's a great mover yeah and he he tried super <laughs> hard like literally i would fall asleep or just take a nap while he's practicing and then i would wake up he'd be like okay look look am i doing it right and like he was like the perfect student and oh, you don't great. know what you have because it's the very first partner of yours until like you have a couple of seasons under your belt. Because then I'm like, "Wow, Mario was You're incredible! Like, this <laughs> is so easy. I got this show. Don't worry about it.
0: Even if we didn't win, I got the mirror ball. Don't <laughs> you worry? Yeah. And then you move into like Billy Ray Cyrus, yes, oh, Floyd Billy Ray. Mayweather, I Mario. I love Billy you go to for
1: another Mario. Yeah, yeah. That it's, was <laughs> that was funny because uh, this is like the first one was Mario. Like Mario. Mario. Yeah. But uh, the other Mario was Mario. Mario. And we had to pronounce it quite accurately because Mario didn't like to be Mario Mario. and Mario did not like to be Mario. (laughs) And Mario sounds like it's
0: the the A sounds weird to me like going Mario. Yeah. Mario. But I I just always say Mario, but I I understand. People have their pronunciations. I should pronounce it correctly. (laughs) Mario. (laughs) Um, When you get into, you know, because obviously Mario was very was an easy uh, contestant to have because he does have some training and he's he was a great student. When you get into those harder rehearsals... Where do you have to like? Where do you begin when you know that you're going to have a challenging contestant?
1: Um, well, usually you try <coughs> to figure out um, how they learn, like whether they are more visual, whether they kinetic, whether they analytical. Like you want to figure out what makes them understand and remember the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you figure that out, then you do little little sections, and you go through repetition, and you make them repeat and say it out loud, and you know, and uh, you you definitely don't do ask complicated of choreography. Right. Um you try to keep it on a simpler side. Um but yeah, you know it's it, it that I think that's the beauty of the show that you first of all you become a uh, a better teacher with every season because you you have to think outside the box and it teaches you patience. Yes. Like I think before dancing with the stars patience was non-existent in my vocabulary and my body like i wanted everything last year and with the show you like if you have no patience like <laughs> you're in a lot of trouble <laughs> you, yes yes so i i definitely am grateful for that lesson from the show for sure but I, every every partner is unique in their own way and i think the coolest thing about um doing dancing with the stars you get to meet so many different people from different uh, avenues of the industry, whether it's, you know, an athlete, a football player, or an actor or um an artist, like a performer. Right. You get to live their life, uh, for those three months, especially if they're still active. You well, know? and it's kind of interesting
0: too, you kind of became like an athlete specialist. You had a lot of athletes through your time on the show. Um,
1: yeah, like I had a I had a boxer. Oh my god, everybody when I started <laughs> dancing with Floyd. <laughs> I think a lot of people tuned in just to see like Floyd, come on. And he was freakishly strong Was like he because really? he, he's about like maybe a little bit taller than me mm-hmm. and I mean obviously he's ripped his he like built but he's not like a big guy and he, he can literally just pick up my dead weight with one arm <sighs>
0: wow. I know I'd be like wow that's a good thing you're like so we can do some cool partnering things yeah and then he would
1: speak abonics right <gasps> to the immigrant and you're like what languages are we all speaking together (laughs) no and i'd be like i am sorry i would be like looking at him i'm like i don't know what you just said so then i had leonard his manager in the room i was like dude you got to translate i have it's like foreign what does that mean yeah like what did he say he said he wants to do it again oh okay you're
0: like got it um some of my favorite of your uh athletes i loved
1: Jacoby. Oh, JJ I actually texted him like a couple of days ago. Did you
0: really? I, I there was something about him. there was that I don't even remember what the dance it was, but he was just like yes. in his purple shirt doing this, doing that. And I yeah. was like, I'm in. I'm all in with him. Like I just loved his personality. Uh, yeah. And it's why he made third. You guys came in third that season, right? Yeah. No,
1: he's and he he's like such a sweet and kind and funny guy because I remember watching him on TV like after the games or doing the interviews and because he has a lot of animations like mm-hmm. remember his facial expressions oh, were great I think they did a whole package about his facial expressions so like <laughs> yeah and it'd be like the eyes and the eyes get really big yep. so I was like wow I don't know if he's gonna be nice or mean you know and then uh, and then I think online it said he was like 6'2 or something and then he walked in and I was like like you are not 6'2". He goes, "No, I'm almost 6'5"." I'm like, "Whoa." Okay. You're like a lot taller
0: than I thought. Yeah. What about um you, here's one that I thought could have stayed longer, Randy Couture. Yes. I I was totally yeah. looking forward to like a full season with you guys.
1: Yeah, I uh, Randy was amazing and uh, funnily enough. Um I have two dogs, right? And, uh, one of my dogs is named Randy after Randy Couture. No way. I'm not kidding. The other one is Oscar after Oscar de la Hoya. Mm -hmm. Um, like I love boxing UFC. I love all of that. So, um, I had to, I had to tell him the news that I have a dog named after him. (laughs) You're like, I love you so much. My dog is named after you. (laughs) And he goes, well, I really hope it's not a chihuahua. What kind of dog is it? It's American Staffordshire Terrier. Okay. It's a big dog. <laughs> That's good. But hey, I was, it would have been funny if it's like a little tiny it's a Chihuahua. Quiet, it's a little, you know, you're like, here's
0: Randy, Randy, meet each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, a big dog, and he was so cool about it, and such a gentleman, <laughs> and sweet, and I think. Yes, maybe not a natural dancer, but he embraced it. And he in the beginning maybe he was a little bit um shy about it. Like mm-hmm. you could see like slight insecurities, but once he embraced it and he was pointing those fingers, it was great. Oh, I it love was awesome. That. I just when he got eliminated that I, like, I know Man. fast. I was Too like fast damn
0: it. I know. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Um a couple other people that I think like people always think about Ralph Macchio, oh, the karate kid who was very elegant on his feet as yes. well.
1: Yes. I remember when, um, so sometimes before we meet our stars, producers take us you know, to the side and they will kind of tell us who the star is if they think we might not know right. them. Right. So um I finally get to the studio and um I remember Joe, um, one of the producers, he took me to the side and he goes, Okay, um, so when did you move to America? I'm like, why? He goes, Well, do you know of Karate Kid? I'm thinking, like, how far back are we going, right? <laughs> right. Um I'm like Karate Kid, yes. It's like I have Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Right, he goes no because he passed away. I was like, okay, yes, that would be a conflict. <laughs> that would be odd. <laughs> yes, that would so, be legendary, but odd, <laughs> right? And he goes, so I I didn't know who it was, but he goes, so you watched the movie? I'm like, yeah, many times. And then I'm waiting in the studio, and Ralph Macho walks in, and uh. I'm like, are you guys for real? Like Ralph Macho, but I mean, I love Ralph in, in the Karate Kid, but what I like absolutely fell in love with him from is the Outsider. The and my cousin Vinny Oh my god. I the mean, outsiders. The outsiders is one of the best movies do ever. Do this for Pony Boy. Right? Oh. Stay cold, Pony Boy. I know. It's but it's like the to me, I remember studying this movie in college. Like from from the music score to cinematography to like the relationship between uh the outsiders um and uh Gone with the Wind, how they do the whole sunset scene. Yes. Like I remember studying that movie as a movie that kind of had everything in it. It's Francis Ford Coppola. It's
0: an it's an amazing yes. film and I don't know why we haven't seen it sort of have like a cult resurgence and it's like everywhere on Netflix. I haven't seen it out there but I'd I love to see it again. And
1: the the cast like it had so Everybody. many brilliant actors Patrick in it. Swayze, Tom Cruise before they were big. Bob Lowe, yes, yeah. uh, both Mad, of the char- uh, Matt Dillon. Matt
0: Dylan Matt Dillon, Emilio
1: Estevez, yes. like so
0: many great people. Yes.
1: yes, I remember when Ralph walked in, I literally my jaw dropped. I, I would have like, cried probably. I, I was getting close to that. Do
0: you understand who you are? I know, like yay. Thank you. Also, what about your winning season? Did you know early on you were going to win or did you have like a moment in the season when you're like, I think we got this?
1: oh no you kidding me I like nothing I was raised in the communist country I was the biggest skeptic ever <laughs> I was like there is no way we're gonna win like there is no way just I guarantee you we're not even gonna be like maybe maybe third but this is like already when we're getting close to like the maybe semi-finals or mm-hmm. quarterfinals this is where I'm thinking maybe if you know we have a chance like third I did not think we were gonna win at all yeah and I and I was like <laughs> I was so Russian at that point with JR. I was like, dude, whatever happens, happens. You know, if we, we get second, we celebrate, you know? <laughs> like, just deal with it. You're probably not going to win. I, I've See, I remember
0: that season, too, in that I feel like there was a ton of press around JR. Like, I feel like there was lots of, like, people magazine features on you guys all the time, and people were really watching because of him. People just fell in love with him.
1: Well, um, I think when we started that season, not many people knew of JR unless they were, like, soap opera fans. All my children, right? Yes, all my children. And so, and he, I think he was on it, but he wasn't on All My Children all the time, mm-hmm. or he wasn't, like, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember hearing, you know, everybody has an opinion, right? I remember people telling me, oh, you're probably going to be, like, one of the first to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, we'll see. And But with JR, it's it's not just because he's so cool and he's so sweet and it's, he's inspiring like his story and how he um, viewed life and what he, how like everything that happened to him, what he did to turn it around and how he used that then to help other people. Like it just became so inspiring. And I remember like, uh, like even when we would see people on the street, they would sometimes get emotional Mm -hmm. just saying how much they appreciate like him even being open and speaking about it because it inspires them to, to be kinder, to be more open, to Mm -hmm. be more helpful, you know? So I, yeah, it was one of the coolest season. And I remember like, um, you know, always being nervous in the beginning because i wanted to make sure that you know i don't say anything offensive or anything and jr was so cool like he would start joking because like one time i remember i got to the studio and being the woman i'm like oh i forgot my earrings he goes "Uh, can you imagine me waking up and i was like where's my ear (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like okay you're like i get it lesson (laughs)
0: learned and thank you for the
1: joke yeah yeah it's good
0: though it's like perspective too you know yes really incredible where do you keep your mirrorball trophy? Um, well, I have
1: a studio in the valley. Yep. I have the studio at the new um, Westfield Mall, which is really village. nice. You guys, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I love the lanterns when the lights come on in the evening. So it's, great! It's a g- great family place to like even go for dinner. So just like walk around. So I have a studio um, in the village, and of course, my mom has this glass lit stand and the trophy is in it but everybody wants to take a picture and no one realizes how heavy it is so they're all like they're like whoa (laughs) yeah but it's uh yeah it's there and It's right in the front and mom gets to look at it every day. I love that. Are you still doing some of the outdoor events during the summer where you get the dance nights and things like that? Yes. I I try to do as much as I can, but it's, it's more of um you know, just for the, the benefit of the, um, neighborhood and the, the community and the community. Yeah. Yeah, So it, it takes up quite a lot of time, but, um, I can only like allocate that much time for, for charity. (laughs) Yeah. I understand. We all have to
0: keep a roof over our head. Yes.
1: (laughs) So we don't do it as much as I would like to. Um, And unfortunately, like, I tried to get Westfield to agree to do that, like, even if I'm not there. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's still great. People come out and dance. yeah, Yeah, but for some reason, they really want me to be there. So I, you're the attraction. Well, but I, you know, that limits how many nights we can do of it. Of course. And I would, and to me, like the when I go to New York over the summer and I go to the Lincoln Center, like it is one of the coolest things. You you dance for hours with people you've never met before, yeah. and it's just it's a feel good experience. And they do it down the Music Center in downtown LA too. So it's yeah? just it's oh yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't know that in the summer? In the summer. We need to get you when down does there. it start?
0: I don't know. We'll have to look at the schedule. Yeah, but, yeah. There's some like really cool stuff that they do downtown now too. They even do like little raves and stuff. The music center is very hip. I don't know <laughs> what they're. They're like, we're going to do a rave. They do it like once a month or something like that. Oh, I need yeah. to need to look into. Not it. like the traditional rave, you guys that you know we're thinking <laughs> yeah. about, but yeah, because, oh, a little more straight lace than that. Um, and one more person I just want to mention, because I think Corbin, if we don't mention Corbin, come on. I
1: know. Come
0: on. Uh, you know, that season, I sit there, I think it's still in my brain. I'm like, do I do I agree with everyone who won? Like it, you know, comes down to the votes at the end of the day. But at yeah. the same time,
1: I'm like, he was such a great contestant. Oh, and- he is incredible. And it's like, you know, no matter how much you love your partners, and I've stayed super close with pretty much most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're you always, you're about, you're seven days a week for hours. You see each other every single day for like eight to 10 hours. Even if you absolutely adore each other, like you're bound to get on each other's nerves, you know? Oh, yeah. And you will have disagreements. I haven't had one disagreement with Corbin throughout the whole season. That's incredible. I know. Not like one bad day, like you guys no. just. Well, the, even when I would be like struggling, I remember we we got um great song, but it's just not a cha-cha song. And I was struggling to find the feel for the dance and like the story. So I would do like five different beginnings and he would learn. And I'm like, I don't like it, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> you know, normally any other partner would be like, okay, woman, go make it up, show it to me and let's stick to it. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like... It's okay. Let's let's try something else. And then he looked into the camera. He'd be like, ooh. <laughs> but to me, he would be like, you know, you need to do another version. Let's try another ver-. He would be game for anything. He's a professional. He's yes. A total... Well, he's an actor. He knows what to do. He's been on since, set since he was a kid. Exactly. TV. And he did uh, Broadway several times, which is... Like, you need stamina and discipline to be able to live through Broadway and right. not, like, collapse, you know? You did it yourself. You did a little burn the floor there. Oh, and, and Forever Tango. And it was amazing. Like, every single um, show and every single day was absolutely insane like in so many ways we loved it but I remember <laughs> like your body gets so tired in your mind that I was walking uh, waiting for the intersection for the light to change so you can um, cross the street and I remember it's 6, 7 I was on the way to the theater and it kept saying like blinking don't walk don't walk and you know you're like you're so tired that I was looking at don't walk <laughs> and you're I like, just uh... thought don't walk <laughs> and I'm like okay this is getting a little crazy. <laughs> this eight shows a week
0: thing. I mean, your body's so tired, though. Yeah. Too. It's a lot for you guys.
1: Yeah. And then the, the only day off when you have the the dark night, which is Monday, mm-hmm. we would usually use it for press to promote the show. Oh my gosh. So it was just it was tiring, but it was the most fulfilling experience. But back to Corbin, you know, what? Corbin also. So I learned quite a bit from him as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I've never watched Game of Thrones before. I danced with Corbin and Corbin goes, are you crazy? Like you need to get on the like Game of Thrones train because this is like amazing. It's a huge show. Yeah. So then, of course, I fell in love with the show and now I'm obsessed and I'm so sad that it's not... Coming back as soon as we want it to, because right. now you want to know what happens to Khaleesi and Snow. Like, we got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love that he made you a Game
0: of Thrones fan as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, I know we've been talking a little bit about uh, Dancing with the Stars Jr. You have a couple students that auditioned, right?
1: Yeah, I I had quite a few kids that went for the audition, and of course they're super nervous. They they're like, oh my god, what 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 are they going to ask us? So I hope they get to know who made it soon. Fingers crossed. Yep. Um, I know. I think it's even more important for the parents than some that, than for some kids because you know my child made it to Dancing with the dance Stars. <laughs> you yeah, always need to know and things like that. <laughs> I mean, what advice did you give them?
0: Because this is, uh, we were talking about someone that auditioned, and I was like, personality is really going to matter on this yes.
1: one. Yes, and this is exactly what I said to the kiddos. Um, the technique is not as important, obviously. You know, you want to show that you're able to dance and that you probably uh, would be better off showing off that you're able to dance different styles. That mm-hmm. you, it's not just ballroom. Because at this point, if we really look at the show, ballroom is like, <laughs> like like yeah like this big and everything else is like this big. Yeah. So, um I tried to give them like little routines that showed personality like musicality and not necessarily just the technical elements, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you want someone who's funny, um quick to to think of things to say, witty, you know? And so I said just walk in and be the biggest personality that you can be. And a lot of kids are like these kids sometimes like the things that they say, you never Expect them to say that. That's and then, right. Yeah. So I, I hope they, I hope they do well.
0: I know. Did, did they? I don't even know how many kids they're casting. Did they give you any indication, or it's
1: just? I, I think when they were casting, they weren't 100 percent sure how many they were going to take. Yeah. So I think now they narrow, narrowed it down, probably. I'm sure. I'm sure. And you know, they keep telling us
0: June-ish premiere. We'll see because ABC has not said anything yet. So they, oh wait, maybe we weren't supposed to talk about no, it. No, I mean it's out there. We know the audition happened, ah, so we're good. Okay, we you know the audition. No, no, no. It, it was usually all over, if
1: you want a secret out, you just tell me. You just no,
0: <laughs> no. it was all over social media. I mean, we we don't know, know a lot of the kids who auditioned. It was no. Sasha and Emma were there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they brought back
1: pictures. Like, look, we took pictures oh, of Sasha Oh, that's so and Emma. cute.
0: Who just got married. Congratulations to I them. I know.
1: I so wanted to be at the wedding. I couldn't make it because oh, I was in Europe. Traveling. She was a beautiful yeah. bride. Oh, she's gorgeous. And she's stunning. gorgeous. Like, Inside and out, beautiful. I know, she's such a light. And I remember telling Sasha so many times, like, dude, when are you going to propose? When (gasps) are you going to pop the question? And he was, like, telling me about how he was planning to do it. I was like, you kidding me? You got to do it on the show. So I am totally going to take credit for at least throwing that idea into his head. Interesting. Yeah. So, but I mean, they're they're so cute
0: together. They are cute, and I was like, I'm I'm glad to see that they had such a, a beautiful wedding and a beautiful yeah. day with so many friends surrounding them. So, well, that's good. I mean, we'll I, have to let us know if any of your your students make it yes. on the show because I'm kind of excited because this is like whole summer dance. So you think you can dance? the yep. world to dance, and supposedly Junior, when they officially announced the premiere date, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know when that yep. is. I know you and Elena have a really big project coming up. We yes. talked a little
1: bit about it last week, but tell us like a little bit more about it. Um, well, this is a competition that we hold in in San Jose, California, mm-hmm. and um, we have... All the divisions. We have the pro am. We have the kids. Uh, we have the amateurs. Um, what's really really cool about it is that it falls um, on the day of the National Superhero Day. Oh, so uh, we have all the judges dress up as superheroes for the kids for the earlier um, uh, divisions or categories, which is kind of cool. It makes it a little bit less intimidating to get on the floor for the kids and dance. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. We have a camp before, and then we have a sub also welcome party. So we started off the competition with dancing. I love that but a little bit more casual and yeah, more fun, fun. social. Yeah. And then we do the full day of competitions. And in the evening, we do the dinner gala with uh, beautiful showcases. So we're very excited about that. That is awesome. It's no easy undertaking, is it? It's a lot of work, huh? <sighs> no. And uh, it's it's like I, I'm so grateful to have Yelena as the partner because she's uh, she's like hands on. And I'm I'm more like Getting, you know, sponsors money, like doing like promotion with the couples, like the the computer work and all the entry forms. She's doing all of that. And she was I, doing it last week before she came to the studio. Oh, and and I get <laughs> to hear about it, but I don't necessarily need to participate, which is like yay. Um but yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. And it's um a website is up and it like if people want to get any info, it's com. So hopefully people can come out. Oh, I love that. I
0: just love that, you know, you're able to sit there and like branch out and do all these interesting things. And, you know, then people, I'm sure people still like approach you and go, I love you on Dancing with the Stars.
1: Do you still get that all the time? Which is kind of crazy because I feel like, well, I think Tony said, because I see Tony Devolani quite often as well. And Mm -hmm. Tony said that it's only been three seasons that we both haven't been on, um, which feels like at least five years. I don't know why, because right. I think a lot of things have happened since. Um, but people like they literally ask, "Oh, I loved you last season," and I was like, "No, I wasn't know, there." I and here, they were like, "No, maybe that was the last season we watched." So I think some of the audience may be turned around and changed. But um, yeah, they, I still get approached all the time, and um, it's. I feel like it's probably never going to stop. I probably won't. And it's such a cool calling card to be. I mean, you were on the
0: show for so long, and it's such a nice family to be a part of. I yes. mean, if they called you back, if they were like, we've got a spot in season 27 next fall. We've got the perfect <laughs> partner for you.
1: They requested you. Would you go back? You know, I never say never because yeah. you never, you never know like what tomorrow is going to bring. And I, I loved being on the show. I loved being part of the show. It's just, um, I wanted to also do shows with Slav and I couldn't combine both. It's impossible. Um, yeah. And I know like it's, it's a little bit more of a time, um, um, like restrictive matter with Slav mm-hmm. like we wouldn't be able to do those type of shows in five years you know <laughs> so it's like the tick, tick, tick it behind so I had like I had to make a choice but mm-hmm. I mean I never say never I always enjoyed being part of the Dancing with the Stars family it's crazy and it's fun it is crazy and fun lots of drama and (laughs) yes the fans are passionate (laughs) you know (laughs) and everybody has an opinion it's like i used i remember my very first season i uh started reading the blogs right which was big mistake huge don't ever do it (laughs) don't ever do it and i was like Oh my God, this is so mean. And I, I think I cried for like three days. And then I can't remember who, I think it was Samantha Harris. I think Sam actually said to me, like, you can't read that. Like n- sometimes people would just post something mean just because they can right? without even meaning that, you know? So I was like, okay, but like they said this about my mom and they never, mentioned like, it's okay, don't read it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's just like,
0: forget about it. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's It's really kind of... It's an amazing phenomenon. Then sometimes you're like, why are you so mean? Just talk about the pro that you love or talk about the contestant you love.
1: Why are you throwing hate? That's what... I never understand that one. I'm always just like, talk about... The happy part? (laughs) Well, I someone said to me and like they told me an advice, or they gave me an advice, they said, just write back something nice and block them. So like, if I would have a mean message, I would say, I really hope you find happiness, or I hope you have a better day. Block
0: and bye. <laughs> yeah, there were always certain seasons when we were doing After Buzz uh, with Dancing with the Stars. Like season 18, Max and Merrill. I blocked more people than I can possibly imagine. <laughs> there were certain seasons. And then season, uh, when Derek was injured that season, I want to say it was season 20 when he had Nastia and he was coming yes, back. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of blocks there too. So yeah. it was, it's funny, like certain seasons like get people excited or it has you know yep. something to do. They get really passionate about a certain contestant. And I was like... This is a tough season. Bye. bye, lock, bye. Lock. I can go back and look at my block list on Twitter and go, this was all eighteen. This was twenty. <laughs> bye seasons. I do like I remember some of the names because
1: some of them, I mean, even at me, I'm like, I'm not even on the show. <laughs> no, but sometimes you get like die hard fans. That would like then fight the negative people and negative comments, and like they will literally go to battle. Like, how dare you? And they, and then you kind of you you feel bad that they are taking on this battle. So then you always like send them a message, say thank you, <laughs> like you're so sweet. But let's not like
0: waste our energy. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, because it's you. If you put a ton of emotional energy out on something that's not worth it, it's it's exhausting for everyone. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'd love to know because we only have a few minutes left. But, um, what are some of your goals and dreams that you haven't achieved yet in dance that you're just like, I have
1: to do this. Well, you know, I, for me, dancing is a never ending, um, learning experience. Mm -hmm. Like to this day, I still go to my coaches. I still take lessons. Um, good. And yeah, a lot of couples like, why? I was like, why not? Like there's so much more to learn, that's and that's right. the beauty of dancing. Like it never, it's not like you, you know, go to school, you go to med school, you do the residence, and then you're done. Like you never finish learning if you are, uh, ever want it. And Nuriev, I think Nuriev said it the best. He said, um, why stop learning when you have so much more to learn still? You know?" And he was still learning when, like, he was already the one and only, the, the greatest great, ballet dancer. Exactly. At, yeah. So um but you know what another project that I have um which is this August at the end of August, August twenty sixth. Um we have like SEG Awards, we have Golden Globes, we have Oscars in the in the movie industry, um and then the is that do the daytime and the evening Emmys. Right. But we don't have Anything like that for dancing, for the ballroom world. So um, this August, August 26th, the first time we're doing Dance Vision Awards presented by NTR, which is pretty much your dance Oscars. And I love it. Are you, do, are you doing it here in LA or in New York? In LA. The first one is in LA, in Hollywood. And um, Swarovski partnered up with us. And they nice. produce in the trophies. And the trophies are amazing. They must be I, gorgeous. Oh, like I literally was like, can I nominate myself? <laughs> You're like, like I want one of these? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they make some of my favorite red carpet jewelry. Yes. I just think it's always so stunning and elegant
1: without it being like a $2 million necklace. I know. And I was just in Innsbruck, Austria. And that's where their like, flagship headquarters or whatever is like this is where the main Swarovski store and factory so I got to go and visit and they like it's yeah I was like oh that's amazing <laughs> yeah well if you need a red carpet
0: host I'm right here I'll yes, do it yes, I'm yes, totally yes. down for it that, that would, would be amazing, amazing.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> this is how I stump for jobs I invite people on and then I'm like yeah I'll do that um, but I love that you're doing that what kind of inspired you
1: to, to really come together and do this um, because Like, I always wondered why we don't have something like this, something that would celebrate ballroom industry, like, Champions and favorites in itself Why like we do have different dance awards But the ballroom rarely gets Even into the nomination Like the competitive and social ballroom world mm-hmm. So I wanted to to Create something where Like because obviously the competitions You When you win a competition You know you have same kind of You know situation as with bloggers On Dancing with the Stars Some people are happy, some people are not right. Some people say oh it's a political result But with awards people nominate and people vote so it becomes you might not be a world champion but you might be a crowd favorite you're a people's champion exactly i love that (laughs) that's gonna be so much fun what a great
0: idea i think that that is awesome
1: yeah it's a lot of work though (laughs) yeah i'm bringing yelena in because uh, I know she'll be like... She's the queen <laughs> organizer. Yes. She's like, I got this. <laughs> I got
0: this. Well, thank you so much for coming in, especially where you're doing this whirlwind tour. Have all these projects on your plate. But you. you're always a joy to talk with. And uh, we'll look forward and fingers crossed for yes. your juniors. Your yes, juniors. Yes, yes, yes. We love them. Um, You guys, by the way, I just want to let you know um, that I'm going to do a little giveaway because I was at pro dance camp this weekend with the boys. Nice. So I've got... To give away, let's say, Oh, Artem, shirtless, and it's signed. Nice. Let's see what else I have. I'm like, oh, I've got Alan. He signed his. I don't have Glebs. Oh, I love that Alan is wearing a shirt. He's so cute. He is wearing a shirt. And then I've got the Pro Dance Camp. Oh, yes, program. So Glebs in this one, I know for sure. So, you guys. So, I will put that up on Instagram, tell you all the rules and what you need to do. Do you have a signed... Headshot?
1: Um, well, I don't carry one with me. It'd, it'd be like, weird. Oh, yes. There <laughs> it like is. It first. I'm like, I'll <laughs> add it to the mix. I was like, and then I'll add Karina to the mix. I, I don't know. but I just carry one with me at all times. Sometimes
0: people have headshots in their car. You never know. It's LA, you know. It's um, true. It is true. But uh, I will put that up on my Instagram later today. So look for all of the rules. I'm going to make it simple, you guys. But uh, we will see you all next week here with To The Point. If everyone wants to find you on social media, where can they find you? It's Karina underscore Smirnoff perfect. She's got a ton of projects on her plate. <laughs> we'll see you all next week to the point with Kristen Burt and don't forget check out all the latest dance news at dancenetwork.tv